What's up, YouTube nights? Welcome to Lords of the Long Box presents the cover price top 10 comics sold for the week ending last week and it's December plus one. something, right? Yep, yeah, uh, you know, Definitely it's December winter. something. That's all I know. It's winter, so there you go. Oh, uh, shout out winter. to everybody in the, the live chat who has been uh hanging out, uh, uh, tailgating. We really appreciate you guys, all 51 of you. Uh, shout out to uh, Pressable Defects for sending you guys on uh, on over here. And as uh, we normally do, I know you guys have already been congregating, but you know, congregate a little bit more, you know what I mean? Uh, you know what? Yeah, ambiance. Yeah, DJ Curse was supposed to come on today. He promised oh, me man. he's gonna be. It's been a while. Gonna, he needs to come yeah, back. Yeah, he's gonna. We'll he, he's him. coming back. He's coming back. He's busy. He's got to oh, do yeah, his thing. No, but he's got to do his thing. Yeah, he's got to do his thing. But uh, you know what? Let's. Uh, I haven't played something in a long time here. Let me see what we can mm. do to get your ass moving. You know what? Which one I like? I like this one. I gotta testify. Come up in the spot looking extra fly. For the day I die, I'ma touch the sky. Gotta testify. Come up in the spot looking extra fly. For the day you die, you gon' touch the sky. Welcome to Yo. Lords and Longbox. Presents the cover price top ten for the week ending uh... <laughs> December uh, XX <laughs> December fifth. So it was Sunday. <laughs> so uh, shout out to everybody in the live chat. Uh, once again, this show is sponsored by our good friends over at CoverPrice.com. Go to go to CoverPrice.com for all your price guides, collections, and trends. Top ten lists movers and shakers uh also our friends over at Karis comics use discount code lotlb to get 15 percent off any Karis comics exclusives and uh yeah there's uh this one has been getting some traction um here, let me remove this 
so that you guys can see it because uh, I think people are getting excited about this for because uh, of an upcoming Disney Plus show. That's that, right. She yeah, Hulk, I like that. She Hulk number one by Mike Mayhew available tomorrow at uh, five p.m. Eastern. I like that a lot. Which Wolverine Pacific. issue is that? An X Men so, issue or a Wolverine issue that it homages? Where they're standing on the cover. It's I don't think it's an homage of either. Yeah. Uh, it's similar to that it, Wolverine. It's the one where it's yeah. the Hulk's in a suit and Wolverine's in a suit. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh I just yeah. don't remember what issue that was. Five. Yeah. So in the live chat, anybody can tell us what's which that's an homage for, but yo, look at the thighs on She Hulk, yo. Yeah. She'll crush some uh, watermelon sticks. <laughs> I was just going to say Yellow. that. <laughs> and uh, look at that. X23 too, right? Is that That's X23 if I'm yeah, not mistaken, it is. right? It is. That's pretty dope. So uh, with all the She-Hulk hype that's happening, so make sure you peep it out. Use discount code LOTLB tomorrow. It drops at 5 p.m. Eastern, uh, 2 p.m. Pacific. So make sure you go uh, hit up our friends at KRS Comics and use that code. Save yourself some Skrilla. You know what I'm saying? 15%, man. So uh, once again, this is the cover price top 10. So where we look at the top 10 hot books of the week. Um, I have a feeling they're going to be some Hawkeye-related books again. Hawkeye-centric? Could be. Could be. I think so. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but as always, the top 10, there's always one that doesn't quite crack the top 10, but it is worthy of a runner up. And what do we have for the runner up this oh, week? Oh, it's a sneaky little fella at number 11, recount number one from Scout back in 2020. And as reported by Deadline and hinted by us a few weeks ago, conclusion filmmaker Peter Ladesman will adapt and direct Scout Comics' comic series, The Recount, into a feature film for Don Hanfield's motor content and Jonathan Caden's Caden Creative. Nick Jones Jr. will co-write with Ladesman. This announcement helped 14 copies move with a seven-day uptrend of 183%, and it had a high sale of $60 for a raw copy. Can you believe that? Fair market value for this one is around 30, uh, 39 bucks. This, okay. Yeah, I never saw this. I, you know, oh, I've never seen it. Mm -mm. I've, I've never seen it. So um, uh, apparently uh, Ronnie G got one. There you go. Well, that's good for you. T. Beckles has one. Comic Centric has one. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've never heard of this. So. It just it's just amazing how you know things are getting developed you know you know they're going and looking at these obscure comics and just doing it and shall do I need to say it read the TV yeah, I mean <laughs> yes <laughs> it's important right and yeah, drink some I mean, tea while you're at it I mean it's yeah. it's good for you you know and you know and on another note so on uh, like. I don't know, maybe a month ago. Do you remember Spider-Man India was on yeah. our top 10 list? Yeah. Right? And then on the Spider-Man uh, uh, Spider Across the Universe trailer, what was in it? Yeah. You saw Hindi writing for Spider-Man. So, you know, you know. Whenever, yeah, what was the what translation? We, like Thwip or something like that? Yeah, it was Thwip. Uh, it translated mm -hmm. in, in, in Hindi, in, in 
written in, uh, on the screen. So that's kind of amazing that, so that's telling me people in the know at Sony or whomever told their friends, hey, this is going to happen. Not saying he's going to be a major character, but you know, it, it, it's it's just one of those things where it pop up. And there was an article that said um, um, uh, the, the guys that the showrunners or the directors uh, of uh, the movie, the film said they were given, they said, they said you can have all the Spider-Mans you want. So using that knowledge, just look at all these alternate versions of Spider-Man, you know, because, you know, in the first one you saw Spider-Ham and all these other ones. So, you know, Spider, uh, we I think we, we already know that there's going to be the Japanese uh, Spider-Man that is going to be in this one as well. So, uh, you know, look out for those. Just look for all these little weird alternate versions of Spider-Man. And, you know, I think that it would be a, a good spec because, uh, you know, it's, you know, nothing to do with a recount, but I'm just saying it's just, just little things like this. People pick up on, especially collectors, you know, eagle eyed collectors, you know, you know, you think you, you're the one that figured it out. But if you go on Twitter and search and next thing you know, there's like 500 tweets about it. So <laughs> people are hip to the fact, you know what I'm saying? All right. So runner up is recount number one from 2020. All right, let's get right to it. What do we got for number 10? So, uh, no surprise, number 10, we have Daredevil number 51. So, Echo is significantly out-trending any other character in the Hawkeye Disney Plus series, and all her various keys are trending. Specifically, this origin issue moved 24 copies, had a seven-day trend of 145%, and had a high sale of $60 for a raw copy. So, yeah, man, I mean, Echo's the, the hot topic right now with the Hawkeye series. I mean, you know, the announcement that she's getting in her own show, everyone kind of knew Kate Bishop was going to be prominent. And then Echo shows up and kind of steals the show, man. It's no surprise. Yeah. Shout out to our man, Nemesis Prime, who was, who was saying, you know, you know, about, uh, you know, everybody was getting nine, 10, but he, you know, you know, Justin was saying, hey, look for nine, 10 and 11. So uh, who yeah. knows? They may be on this list. You never know. But shout out to Justin for, uh, you know, pointing that out. So, you know, it's, it's always, it's, it's, it's cyclical. It's like, all right, do I get the first appearance? Do I get the first appearance of her just by name? You know, you know, first Maya Lopez, uh, first time she's named Echo, first time she wears the Ronin costume first, all those first, you know what I mean? So right. uh, yeah. Can't wait to see it tonight, man. I, I, you know what? I didn't even see last week's episode. So uh, tonight I'm going to double dip. You know Ooh, what I'm saying? Last week episode was awesome dude yeah might be the best episode in a long time of any disney plus show period wow yeah. really yeah yeah That's i'm gonna double statement. dip tonight i am gonna double dip tonight all right so number 10 on the list is daredevil number 51 from 2003 all right what do we got for number nine well, surprise there must, there must be an echo in this room because Ooh, we've got daredevil number 10 this issue features the second appearance of maya lopez and her first cover appearance as echo Many feel that this should be the go-to issue for Echo. However, we'll cover that maybe a little bit later. Meanwhile, this issue told, sold 23 copies. It had a seven-day uptick of 153%, and it had a high sale of 360 bucks for a CGC 9.8. Wow. Yeah, so... I've seen no... a lot of this book lately. I've seen a lot yeah, of so this book no... lately. Yeah, no spoilers, but you know there was some hints to a certain um, mob figure in uh, the uh, the episode. But uh, we I thought you see. hadn't seen it yet. The penguin? 
I I didn't see it, but God damn it, man. It's all over the goddamn internet. The internet's the left internet, the right internet, the center internet, all of it. It's, it's on MySpace. It's on Friendster. It's everywhere. Huh. I couldn't get away from it, you know? But, uh, but you know, the you know the whole uncle thing. So we shall see. Um, but, you know, it, it, it actually has ties to the comic. So it's sure. neither here nor there since we're not talking about that one right now. But uh, number nine on the list is Daredevil number 10 from 2000. What this one is kind of a sneaky one. That's yeah. What do we got one. for number eight? Wow, man! So this is a good one. Uh, number Don't eight, we have sleeping. Sleepwalker number one from back in nineteen. Don't sleep on it. So as previously noted, Insider Daniel Reitman, aka Tim's really good friend, recently reported <laughs> that a project centered on Marvel's Sleepwalker is in development in some capacity at Marvel. While this is very unconfirmed, thirty-one copies sold. A seven-day trend of 114%, high sale 225 for a CGC 9.8. It's doubtful that this would be a film. However, we previously would have said the same for a TV show. We'll have to wait and see. So, like, look, man, this has been a book people have been scooping up, you know, for a while. Sleepwalker, The Dark Hawks, um, all these, like, 90s number ones. If you weren't picking these up when you saw them for the past, like, five or ten years or, or past couple years, if you will, even then, you, you've been making mistakes. Um It'd be a good animated man you yeah. know the secret the secret is really the truth is that the sleepwalker is really gore the god butcher Ooh, Look it looks exactly like him right i know yeah you know what you could uh, see him in like a, a what like even in like a what if episode or something like that but i think sleepwalker is perfect for some kind of an animated you know yeah oh, what's yeah, interesting about sure. the this uh this uh rpk guy is uh he uh just recently said this but uh guess who was on this uh long-term spec list about a year ago Dude, right more than a year ago i picked up a bunch of them yeah when we had it on our show but you know apparently you know you got to be a social media influencer um yeah so uh With cool initials yeah uh exactly yeah so uh yeah if you guys have been watching this show you know we've been talking about sleepwalker for a long time now we had it on a long-term spec list so uh but you know we were talking about sleepwalker when our before our first channel went down yeah so uh yeah so uh all credit goes to not daniel rpk anyway so number eight on the list is sleepwalker number one from 1991 all right you know we can't have a, a list without this book on here or at least this character on here what do we got right. number seven 1980s colin moon knight number one while Spider-Man has the most heat for a Marvel film's pending release, Moon Knight is the equivalent for Disney+. Plus. This highly anticipated series continues to push this first issue of his ongoing series. It sold 26 copies. It had a seven-day uptrend of 148% and had a high sale of 300 bucks for a 9.6. This, I... I, I, I it boggles me. I'm speechless that, you know, this book is blown up. I mean, before we used to war with my night 32, right. Was the thing. And then now it's well, like, yeah, this, yeah you're, everyone's priced out, man. This is like the next the un, only affordable, it, yeah. reasonable one out there. Exactly. And I also think the, the Stephen Platt run of moon Knight also as well, you know, cause I think, yeah. you know, yeah, as people get priced out, I mean, if that's, I sound like a broken record, but if you read the tea leaves, <laughs> <laughs> If you read the tea leaves, you kind of see where things go, right? You know, it's kind of like, all right, I, I missed out on the first issue. I missed out on the, uh, the second appearance. I missed out on the first cover appearance. Why not get the first solo or so on and so forth? 
but you know what? Uh, it's 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 there. I mean, uh, I think I think Moon Knight is going to be the biggest show on on Disney Plus um, by far. I in my opinion. I but I guarantee you, everybody who could get one, who's in this chat, got one. We've been talking yeah. about Moon Knight before. Uh, Spotlight was was it was still an affordable book when we were talking about it for sure. Yeah, I, I have a slab copy of this actually. So I mean, you know. So unfortunately, we're seeing these books because people just are coming new. You know, they're new, yeah. and all of a sudden they're like, "Wait, I want to get a first appearance." And it's like FOMO. FOMO is real. <laughs> uh, hey, Dad, for Christmas, can I get a first appearance at Moon Knight? Okay, son, <laughs> let me look on yeah. eBay. All right, he's like, uh, do you sorry, want to go son. To you want to go to college, or <laughs> do you want the first appearance of Moon Knight? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is one or the other. All right, so number seven yeah. on the list is Moon Knight, number one from 1980. Remember, 1980 for mm-hmm. those who are listening on the podcast. Um, so you know, because you can't see the actual cover, so on the audio podcast, remember Moon Knight number one from 1980, because there's multiple volumes of Moon Knight. Um, this book has been uh, staying on this list for a while now. What do we got for number six? Yeah, so we dipped away from the Hawkeye Disney Plus show, but we're back again. Number six, we got Hawkeye number one from 2016. So obviously the Hawkeye Disney Plus series is moving all sorts of key issues. This is the first solo Kate Bishop series and has been core title that collectors have been steadily selling for months. This week it had a high sale of $258 for a 9.8 and a fair market value of $28 for a raw book. Shout out to John Longshot, who is six for six. Eccentric as well. Yeah. Dare we ask for proof of life? I I don't know. know, know, I trust them. They're trustworthy. I do comic lords are a trustworthy lot, so I believe it. What? Can you go to say it? Only five or six? Oh my God. What are you doing? Sleeping. Comic centric. Six to six. All right. You guys are doing good, man. This is, uh, you know, this list is, is pretty easy, man. Um, it's not the shakers list, so you know. There's some wild ones. We got some wild ones coming up. There's a couple. Yeah, all, right. Wild ones. all right, all right. So uh, let's uh, before we get to number five, let's uh, t- hear a word from our sponsor. Hey, I just made an account today. That's right. So uh, let's check out my. Are you tired of paying eBay fees and getting uh, ripped off and paying all kinds of uh, absorbent fees? Is that I need to say exorbitant? That. Yeah, whatever, man. Let's go check out our, 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 our sponsor, MySlabs.com. Tired of paying 10%, 15% or more to sell your cards, comics, and digital collectibles? How does 1% sound? Too good to be true? Well, not anymore. MySlabs.com is the web's premier user-driven marketplace for buying and selling slabbed cards, sealed wax, and now slab comics and digital collectibles. So the next time you're forced to pay 10% or more to sell something from your collection, head over to MySlabs.com and join the 1% revolution. Well, That's I am right, part of the ones. 1% revolution. Yeah. Official. So when you uh, when you sign up, it's it's not that difficult, but they ask you if, if they ask uh, where you heard the... What was it, Ryan? What did they ask you? Yeah, there was a few questions that you had to ask answer yes or no to. Uh, they'll send you a little... Uh, and this is for a seller account. Um, if you're buying, you don't need to do this. But if you're interested yeah. in selling, you um, they'll send you this little application. You answer yes or no, just basically signifying you understand their rules and that you um, will abide by the rules and follow the community guidelines. And 
then they ask your name, address, all the pertinent information, where you heard of them from. So obviously tell them you heard of them heard from, from Lords of Longbox. Uh, and then they will ask you for your eBay uh information some ebay yeah. information and yeah um, so i so if they uh well if you sign up for a seller account just say where did you hear from just say hey yeah. heard it from the lords of the long walks be greatly appreciated great uh stuff over there all right so number Very six on the list is hawkeye number one from 2016 halfway there boys and girls what do we got for number five this is another Echo book, Daredevil number 11, and CGC recently updated case labels for this book to indicate Daredevil 11 as first appearance of Echo and Maya Lopez in parentheses. Uh, that has had a significant effect on this mostly ignored issue until now. For clarification, issue 9 is the first appearance of Maya Lopez. Uh, issue 10 is her second appearance and first cover appearance as Echo. Each one of these issues have a significant value. Right now, issue nine is the market winner, yet with this new attention and recent Hawkeye Heat, 28 copies sold of issue 11 with a seven-day uptrend of 161% and a high sale of, get this, just under $400, $395 for a CGC 9.8. Dude, it sounds like CGC has like really <laughs> fucked that up, dude. Like, I, saw, really, I mean, really muddied the water. They on did, the, but the labels, dude. Aren't people happy? Yeah, you know what? I was just w watching a video today, um, and the actress that plays Echo, this was a, her first acting gig. I, mean, I don't think she was huh? an actor before. You know what? Something else is very interesting. I didn't realize this because when we were watching the episode, you haven't seen the episode, so but um. She's missing a leg, and I was like, "Wait a second, dude!" In the in the comics, Echo's not missing a leg, and then I looked up the actress, and actually, the actress is both deaf and like, um, I don't know what the proper word is, uh, not an amputee. An amputee, yes. Sorry, thanks. But yeah, so the actress is missing one of her legs and is also deaf in real life. Yeah, kudos to her, man. Jeez, yeah. that's awesome, man. I mean, you know, overcoming being uh hearing impaired and also not having a leg and still being able to you know what that's hey man that's like don't let man, life stop you yeah you know right? what i mean oh, yeah, i dude. have all my limbs and i can hear and i still suck so <laughs> i don't know what's going on. you've never been <laughs> on hawkeye show what the hell's wrong with you <laughs> what it am really i doing wrong in my life <laughs> that episode what? really threw me for a loop though because i was like wait a second i don't remember echo not having a or missing a leg in the uh in the comics and i was like what's going on here and i had to like go well, back i'd like look it up it was really bothering me well just like um you know not to go off on a tangent here or you know off script but um on the titan show the actress they got to play the oracle yeah barbara um, gordon yeah yeah i mean she, she is a real that, life that's what really because there was a scene where she was on two legs and well, it really screwed really me her. up in real life, she's a double amputee. She the whole time had, I'm like, no, 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 not one? double. She's just missing one. Oh, really? I yeah. thought she was missing both. No, no, just no. One. She had one leg. Yeah, because in the comics, obviously she has her legs, but you know, in this one, you know, she, you know, they they got it. So that's pretty cool that they're yeah. they're doing that. And then her kicking ass in a wheelchair. That was awesome. Right. <laughs> that was yeah, pretty that was awesome, cool. man. <laughs> if you if you get your awesome. ass kicked by to... somebody in a wheelchair, man, yo. You need to go, go you know. back to the gym to training. But uh, I'll, Speaking I'll of see. Titans, let's take a pause real quick and shout out yeah, the man. great George Perez. We oh, heard the news yeah. today. 
best wishes for him and his family for sure. You know, we, we love you. Yeah. So if you haven't heard George Perez, uh, um, said he has a page, uh, stage three, uh, stage three cancer. Uh, and the doctors told him he has six months to live. So if you can, um, you know, whatever you can to, uh, give money to him so that, you know, his family can, you know, live after, you know, he passes on, you know, so hit up, uh, George Perez's, um, I think he has a website and a Facebook page. So, um, you know, he's trying to do, he, he's, he, first of all, he started off being, uh, blind in one eye so he couldn't draw anymore but he could do signatures so if you can get a signature from from george uh perez um go for it and pay whatever amount he can to help out him and his family so um you know uh you know hopefully you know he can last longer than six months man but cancer is a bitch man cancer is a bitch but we know a lot of people that have fought it and won so we'll see high hopes high hopes yeah, high hopes, but yeah, George Perez and Marv Wolfman, man, uh, two greats, uh, great combo. For in the DC world, Perez and Wolfman. In the Marvel yeah. world, it was it was like Byrne and Claremont, mm-hmm. right? That's yeah. you know that's those are the two that I put for those two sides. So that's number great. five on the list is Daredevil, number eleven from two thousand from two thousand fanboy Fight Club. That would have been a great episode. Yeah. All right, what do we got for number four? Okay, so this one, I'd be interested to see if anyone has this one. So number four, we have Epic Anthology Presents Sleepwalker number one. So this issue features the first appearance of Sophia Strange. As noted by fandom, the writer Jason Henderson has confirmed that Sophia was supposed to be the secret doctor of secret daughter of Doctor Strange and Clea, born without Strange's knowledge and hidden from Dormammu on Earth. However, this part of the story was never published, and Sophia only had this one appearance. There are two bits of speculation around Sophia. One, as a possible candidate to take the reins of Sorcerer Supreme from her deceased, unestablished father, Stephen Strange. The other speculation is around her possible MCU inclusion as Marvel builds a next generation slash Young Avengers team. These bits of speculation help move 12 copies, giving a seven-day trend of 425% and a high sale of $90 for a raw copy. Wow. I don't think I've ever seen this this book. I will post it tomorrow on Instagram. I have about uh, five copies of it. Um, it was I, <laughs> oh. it was in a uh, it was in a antique bookstore uh, oh, in some shit mall, and uh, and I and they had a bunch of crappy books. And I saw this, and I go, "Oh, Sleepwalker, that's interesting." The only reason I got it though is because I go, "It's it was written by Robert Kirkman." Oh. You know, and so I was figuring, oh, Robert Kirkman did a Sleepwalker. That's interesting. So you know, that's oh, no the reason shit. I bought him. No shit. Wow. Okay. And I bought him for fifty cents or <laughs> something along those lines. They were just sitting there. There was like a bunch of them because you start know they were selling just... them, bro. Ninety bucks. Start selling. Yeah, them. <laughs> I'm gonna start looking in my long boxes right now. I got to find out where they are, man, because I remember seeing this. I was like, that's interesting. If you guys don't know, Epic was a a a, 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 a kind of a sub label of Marvel that did um, kind of you know more edgy things back in the day uh if you don't remember um but yeah um because when i when i saw this i go is this the first appearance of sleepwalker because that was when i was thinking about you know sleepwalker so i just bought it and then i say wait a second robert kirkman wrote this oh that's interesting i didn't know robert kirkman wrote this i mean back in 2004 i mean if you think about robert kirkman you think about the walking dead 
The Walking Dead. It's Robert Kirkman, right? Did I say his yeah. first name right? I'm just having a bad day today. I'm super sleepy. Um, but 2004, I mean, Walking Dead came out, what, in 2005, 2006, I think, oh, right? Earlier I mean, than that, right? No, you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, but he wasn't well known yet. So, I mean, this is probably some of his earlier stuff. But, you know, yeah. once Walking Dead came out, he blew up. But, you know, he was doing stuff like this. So, all right. So, uh, Epic. Anthology presents Sleepwalker number one from two thousand and four from Epic Comics, and it's and it's uh because I have the comic, so it's cool because it's it's kind of like a a glossy cover, so it's one of those books where it's either going to be near mint or it's going to not be near mint, if that makes sense, right? Because there's no you cannot you cannot uh, uh, press out the defects on mm-hmm. these glossy covers. You know what I mean? Right. Once 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 they're in there, they're done. They're they're you can't do anything with it. So, all right. So uh, number three on the list. A lot of people thought we're going to be number one on the list, but uh, what do we got? This is Animal Castle number one from a blaze from this year. And as a nod to George Orwell's Animal Farm, the series by writer Xavier Dorison and artist Felix Delop features a twist on the concept where all animals are not equal. It was originally released in France back in 2019 and 2010 or 20 as a part of uh, a two part graphic novel with some amazing covers, by the way. The synopsis describes the series as nestled in the heart of a farm forgotten by men. The animal castle is ruled with an iron hoof by President Silvio, the bull and its dog militia savor their power while the other animals are exhausted by work until the arrival of the mysterious Alizard, uh, a traveling rat who will teach them the secrets of civil disobedience. Fans immediately took this book very hard, this very hard uh, find, this very hard to find series and turned online sources to find a copy. It sold 47 copies. It had a seven day uptrend of 379% and had a sale, high sale of $50 for a raw copy. Also check out the variants though, because they are doing well as well. So this is what we like to call on this channel organic. Organic, yeah. And this sounds like a really cool story. Although a lot of times when we say it's organic, we find out like a month later (laughs) it's being developed. You know what I mean? It's like some people are buying it. But I think this follows the whole theme of like, uh, you know, stray dogs and, uh, you know, uh, other animal related books. You know, you know what I'm saying? That seems to be the trend now. It's it's horror comics and like animal type comics, if if, if that makes sense. There were some cool animal comics that came out um, years ago tooth and claw and all these other cool image stories and you know i'd like to see some of those get some love some of the older ones i forgot what the name of it was but there's a uh there was a comic about like cats and dogs that are that investigate supernatural things um god what is it called something in the live chat help me out but at one point it was it was going to be developed for a animated series or or um, uh, I, I forgot what it was called it was uh it was literally these cats and dogs they kind of talk to each other and then and they go and they're there's they're they're literally they investigate paranormal activities uh, it's interesting oh. Uh, um oh god uh, it's killing me man There's something in the live chat help me out here come on there was a mini series of it um it was um 
Uh, it Sam and Max? No, not Sam and Max. It was um, um, God. I'm gonna have to look it up because it's gonna kill me now. Um, I, I, because I have the series when I first heard that it was possibly gonna be uh, being developed. Um, and in in the series, basically the animals can talk to each other. Um, but you know, humans can't understand them, but they go out and they solve crimes. It's like a beast of burden. Thank you. Omar S special, uh, no prize to you. Yeah. Beast of burden. Check it out. It's a cool read. It's just, there's dogs and cats in there and some of some other animals and they go out and they, they, they figure out, they do, uh, paranormal research so it's kind of like sam and dean but animals uh, sam and dean. <laughs> who was the publisher you said image no it was it was uh maybe dark horse or one of those other ones here i'll tell you and it's a beast of burden because at one point it was there was an option for it so you know beast of burden i'll tell you right now while you guys just sit there <laughs> it's dark horse okay yeah so beast of burden dark horse there was um they there was a the original miniseries and then they came out uh just recently i think they came out with a new uh iteration uh a new another volume um of beast of burden so peep it out man uh, I, I, I think that could be the next animal book i guess you know is 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 where we're going now with these things all right Number three on the list, Animal Castle, number they call one. It anthropomorphic, or are they not humanized? They're still animals. No, no, no. They're they're animals, but they just they just talk to each other. You know, kind of like um, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a fun read. Just just peep it out. I mean, cool. um, yeah. Uh, this book should be no surprise at all because of a certain animated trailer that dropped and uh, blew up the internet. What do we got for number two? Number two, we have Spider-Man 2099, number one, from 1992. So Spider-Man has had some cool costumes, and few are cooler than Miguel O'Hara, Spider-Man 2099. This futuristic chap was introduced in Amazing Spider-Man 365 as part of Marvel's comics' well-intended early 1990s 2099 imprint. The character, voiced by Oscar Isaac, working double-time voicing Miguel O'Hara, as well as appearing as a live-action Moon Knight for Disney+, Plus, is getting massive spotlight in the forthcoming Across the Spider-Verse animated film, with a new trailer immediately sparking massive interest. In just two days, this first issue to 2099's ongoing series sold a whopping 183 copies, giving a seven-day trend of 151%, and had a high sale of $250 for CGC 9.8. Boom. Isn't so there a white got, copy or is that a second print? That's a second print. Yeah, there is yeah. a white, there is a white, there is a white copy. Um, and this is a double spec because do you remember this first this book first popped when he appeared in the end of the original uh, into the Spider-Verse? Remember right. that when he first appeared? But in the trailer, it looks like he's gonna be uh more involved in the storyline. So I meant so now it's gone full circle. And this is another one of those books. I think uh, this has a, the hard cardstock uh, cover where, you know, it's either 9.8 or it's not, <laughs> you know? So, um, but uh, I, here, here's a little uh, tip for you uh, from Uncle Tivo. Um, look for um, Hobart Brown. Um, let's just say, you know, uh, I heard from some people that uh, 
Hobart Brown will also be uh, in the new Spider-Man series. And if you remember, Spider-Man India has been on our top 10 list. The uh, Spider-Punk, who is Hobart Brown, has been on the list. So obviously people at Sony are telling their friends and they're buying these up. So uh, I would uh, look out for Hobart Brown if you can get it for cheap, man. Just, you know, look for that because I think they're going to go into that world as well. They're going to go into a bunch of worlds. If you saw the trailer, they went into all the different Spider-Verses, which are essentially multiverses. So number two on the list is Spider-Man 2099 from 1992. And it should be no surprise that this one is number one. Well, also from 1992, Amazing Spider-Man 365. And as we know, this issue features a preview of the then upcoming Spider-Man 2099 number one issue. It gets the honor of being the first appearance of Miguel O'Hara and Spider-Man 2099 because we love previews. With so much heat from the teaser trailer, it sold an incredible 189 copies in just two days with a seven-day trend which seems to be all in two days of 156% and a high sale of $475 for a CGC 9.8. This book is going to be huge. I, I'm not surprised that so many sold because this was a huge print run. It's because it says, you know, this was the 30th anniversary. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, they did across all the Spider-Man titles, the, the hologram um, covers, uh, for I mean, Amazing Spider-Man, I think Spectacular Spider-Man, and all of them. So, if you're into like a linear collecting and like you know get them all, but uh, so there's some debate on what's the true first appearance. You know, get them both. You know what I mean? Hey, people listen, are... listen. If people accept DC presents 26 as the first appearance of the new Teen Titans because it's a you know five page preview, then this counts too. Yeah. So that's you heard to... it from me. So, my rules. Shout out to Kieran Marsh, who's got uh, a direct and newsstand. Because, awesome. Uh, yeah, 1992. Well, uh, let's see what what 1992. What's the scarcity of newsstand versus direct stand in 1992? Yeah, 1992. Uh, newsstand was pretty darn rare. It was going down. Yeah. Yeah. So kudos to you, man. So uh, yeah, there it goes. That is the cover price top ten. You guys did really well this yeah, week, it was a man. Good week. So good week. Um, yeah. Um, let me see. I was just thinking something. Uh, uh, let me let me look at something here. Uh, my guess of what's going to be on next week's list because of what uh, happened today. Um, let me just read this real fast. Oh yeah, uh, Battle Chasers is finally getting developed. It's going to be a, a series. The long, long gestating uh, thing. It was once a video game that we're going to make something. Only nine issues. But, uh, you know, uh, if you haven't heard, Battle Chasers by Joe Mad is getting being uh, being developed for a, uh, I think it's a TV series. I'm not sure. But the, the news dropped, I believe, today. So uh, if you have those Battle Chasers books, go out and get them. Um, there's an interesting, there's Battle Chasers number one. And there's a Chromium variant. But there's also a Battle Chasers kind of like a preview comic that they did. So uh, So watch out, man. 
Um, yeah, I don't think they're going to do um, Red Monica like that because Joe Mad really did uh, <laughs> went off on the, when he did that. Uh, but hey, man, hey, there was like 200 of you in the live chat tonight. It was uh, thanks. I, I took last week off yeah. just to. And hey, my a, bad about the DC Presents. I, I It is a unique story, so my bad on that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I took a week off to recharge the old batteries and take care of some, some personal stuff. And, yeah, uh, what'd you I'm do? Glad, Where'd you go? Glad to be back, man. Glad to be back. So, uh, we will be, uh, back Thursday for the shakers and, uh, Sunday we're going to be doing the, um, we're going to be doing letters to long box regularly, at least as regularly as we can every Sunday at 5 PM. If you haven't check out the episode from last, uh, Sunday with me and Mikey Sutton, um yeah so uh any last words manimal no just um glad to be back love doing the weekly show when i'm able to pop in um and uh every friday new episodes of the comic-con podcast and tomorrow's actually my birthday so i'm gonna be getting oh, a little well, drunk shit. tomorrow. happy birthday so, brother thank you happy, thank you happy birthday so happy. i might be messaging you guys on the uh the chat tomorrow some drunk pictures and idiotic things so. no nudes man no nudes. oh and tons i got of my kids of course You'll be we do not need nudes. to see red bush okay that's all <laughs> oh I'm dude saying, that's man. what you need that's what you need that's what everyone needs in their life the carpet definitely matches the drapes <laughs> yep. dark side jenna any last words hey um if you're interested in buying some books i am starting to post some books on my uh new sales page on instagram it's sales from the dark side <laughs> get it haha <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's sales dot you know so put periods in between each of the each of the words but uh, anyway go there i'm trying to sell some books um get yourself and he'll some be selling presents. on and he'll be selling on yep uh, my i just slabs. opened up a, my slabs page i'm gonna post some of the books there too nice see how it goes for the new year get some of these books out of here man i have way too many it's my new year's resolution get rid of some of these comic books there you just go give them to me just send them to me i'll take uh, care of them okay I'm All not right. going to send them away, but well, we'll talk, right. you know, maybe. All right. Handy um, in the alley. Yeah. So uh, thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Make sure you uh, subscribe, hit that thumbs up, whatever the shit that people say. And then uh, we'll see you Thursday for the Shaker Show. Until then, keep digging in the long boxes, boys and girls. Peace out. Now let's do this.